Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. And we are fresh out of quarantine, everybody. We did it. Oh, baby. Huzzah. Air horn. Don't have that set up, but imagine an air horn. Yeah, it was uh, an interesting time. So, for those wondering, we recorded last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. We recorded before we found out. And then, oh man, Sunday evening, Dory gets a text from a friend of hers whom Henry had a play date with uh, outside, you know, in the raininess. The day before, Saturday morning. Yeah. And that friend... Had tested positive for well, your, the, your classic Ronin. The friend's child had tested positive. Right. They got an email from daycare saying that um, someone in his class and their parent had tested positive. And so they immediately tested their kid who had no symptoms. Mm-hmm. And he tested positive on a rapid test. Yes. He didn't end up. He did end up developing symptoms the next day. Uh-huh. Um, 
but you know, we were definitely within the zone of contagiousness because they say it's two days. They say you're the most contagious two days before and three days after you develop symptoms. On those specific days or that time period? That that window of time, two days before, yeah, from, from two days before to three days after you develop symptoms, those like five days are your most, or six days, those are your most contagious days. So we, uh, it was a big womp womp. Yep. And, uh, we had to, you know, be responsible human beings who care for the rest of the human race and keep them home from school. Tell the nanny not to come because, you know, she doesn't, she wasn't, you know, Friday was the last time she was around Henry. So this didn't happen until Saturday. Keep her safe. And, uh, then we spent the next five days here. <laughs> well, we had we had randomly already scheduled PCR tests for that Monday, so we went and took the PCRs. Yes, and then which was a you know two days after, which being... would have been early, except like they say Omicron moves so quickly. I thought. You know, it, possibly if Henry was infected, it might show up. Right. Um, those ended up being negative. I like Dory kept pretend, like kept psychosomatically having symptoms. Of, I was like, like my throat's sore. <laughs> Dory was like, should we wear masks? I was like, we're fucked either way. So yeah, what what are we gonna do? So we didn't wear masks around my, Henry. Right. My my throat soreness, I think, just turned out to be dryness from you know, like you know, when you wake up and you have kind of a sore throat from I'm the familiar. air being so dry. Been there. Um, I think it was just that. Because <laughs> um, I would be like, my throat's sore. And then like three hours later, I'd be like, oh, my throat's not sore anymore. <laughs> right. Um, and then I was supposed to golf on Wednesday um, morning with a couple of the guys from work. And I was like, wait, hopefully, like, what test were we waiting for the results of? Well, the Monday test took a while to come back. Yes, but didn't he also get a test on... Thursday. Oh, what the hell was I waiting for? But anyway, I texted them at like 5.20 in the morning and I said, hey guys, uh, might, might you know, not don't think I have it, but might have COVID. Henry had a play date with uh, someone who tested positive over the weekend, so... In lieu of doing an outdoor activity with you guys with masks, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uber careful and not go. So that happened. But then didn't that end up getting canceled anyway? Like they no. Didn't... Oh, you're thinking Wednesday afternoon. I was yeah. gonna golf twice on Wednesday. Oh, I see. Both of those I canceled. Right. Obviously. Um, um but... but I was like so obsessively watching everyone for symptoms. I also took a I did a Twitter poll of if you tested positive with like what you presume to be Omicron how soon after exposure did you develop symptoms mm-hmm. and most people said three days okay so because Omicron you sup- like the the word on Omicron is that <laughs> the word on the cron is your symptoms develop much faster than they did much faster than OG COVID classic and COVID faster than delta which was faster than original covid covid19 classic so this is like new covid yeah exactly so um 
So day three post-exposure was Tuesday. So Tuesday, I was like on high alert. I was like, okay, this is the day. If we're going to get COVID, this is the day we're going to develop symptoms. And I was like, I'm exhausted. And Dory was like, yeah, we have a two and a half year old. And I was like, hmm, fair. <laughs> fair point. Um, Whom like we had to entertain fully here. I mean, one one of the days we went on a five mile walk because he just kept wanting to walk. Oh, that was last week. This week we didn't really, I didn't really take him anywhere. Well, and then Wednesday we split the day and I took him for the morning. And because my foot is still bothering me also, I couldn't take him on like a five mile walk. Like I tried taking him on walks and like I would come home and be like, uh. <laughs> yeah. You have so, to be, I, I, I'm, I, you got to be creative with Henry. That's the thing. It's now to the point where we've been here so long that he now follows me around the yard and my office and 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 ask what we're gonna do next. <laughs> so I like I make up things that we have to do. Like we gotta throw out some stuff, bud. Let's. I mean, that is his favorite game. Sure. And then you know I'm like uh, I gotta fix this thing. Let's find a screwdriver. And like he's like way in on these. Like let's help Dita with these tasks. Yeah. So. But then it's also like, then there's no break, which is I mean it's like it is what it is. But it's exhausting, obviously. Well, because he's very high energy. <laughs> yeah, like this morning I got him, this Sunday morning, I, I, I went in there and turned the light on at 7.16 in the morning and he was literally bouncing <laughs> up and down. <laughs> <laughs> like standing up, bouncing in his crib. And then um, asked me for raisin toast. And then... He wanted the he wanted one piece of raisin toast, not toast. Oh yeah, that's what he does to me too. Yeah, he wants one piece of bread right away. Yeah, and, and then then maybe he'll touch the yeah. toasted one. Um, but yeah, so Thursday, he we we Dory took him to get a rapid. No, a a priority PCR. Oh, Dory took him to get a priority PCR, <laughs> which. Guaranteed results within 24 hours. Of course, stands for pretty cool results. Um, And it was just, he was like not about it. I took him to a drive-thru one. And of course, like we had to wait in line of cars, which like doesn't help because he's getting like more and more agitated as we wait. And then we finally get to the front and he's just like upset. And it was just bad. And then I was like well, I know we'll like kill some time and he'll love it. We'll go to the car wash. And, and also my car is really dirty. So like kill three birds with one stone. Well, turns out that is one bird too many. That was an activity that we could have done here. Henry would have. I know, I know. Um, but we went to the car wash, just one of those ones that you like drive through. Um, and he hated it. Yeah. Hated it. Like was scared and sad, wanted it to stop, wanted me to leave. And like you can't really leave, leave. you can't leave a car wash. <laughs> a like car that. wash. You're so stuck in there. I was like, I'm sorry, dude, we have to just sit here for a little bit. Uh so that was a fail. Um 
then like all like the podcasts I was going to record during the week, I, I had to push them because, um, you know, it was double duty here. Uh, and it was, I mean, it was a long, it was a week. I will say that it was a long week, but Thursday we finally got the results. Henry was negative. Yeah, we got the results at three o'clock that afternoon, I think. Yes. He was negative. And in my mind, I was like, can the nanny come for like two hours? (laughs) No, it's probably not. Um, And then he went to school on Friday morning. And then then after, did you drop him off? I don't remember. I dropped him off, yeah. Oh, you dropped him off. And then I got in my car and I was like, I'm going to go get gas or something. And I got in my car and I turned on my car and my gas had a full tank. (laughs) Because I hadn't gone anywhere since Friday or Saturday. Uh, And I just drove for 40 minutes just to be out of the house. Yeah. And it was uh, quite, you know, it was an experience. I got a phone call, like a work-related phone call. And I took it in the car. I was like. Ooh, like a real Angelina. like, hey, what's up? (laughs) Oh, you sound chipper. That's because I'm out of my house for the first time in, you know six days <laughs> yeah um but overall i would say that it was uh you know it's just this like weird period of time because he's under five so he's not there's no there's not vaccinations so we're like it's like if he's like around someone who's like a, if he's like a close contact with someone it's like okay we got to pump the brakes on everything for uh, five days or however many days till we get to the point where he would test and um and then like a big stutter big big start stop in your life yeah and like and layered on top of that is the worry of like is he gonna get covid yeah uh, along with the worry of are we gonna get are we gonna get covid yeah i mean i know we're all trip vaxxed and whatnot but i feel like every i mean the last couple weeks every person i know with kids under five they've either gotten covid their preschools have shut down yeah because of covid or or their nannies have gotten covid like no one's life has been undisrupted in the last few weeks that i know yeah it's been a it's been a it's like i don't know it's been a time and like in the morning the other day i was just reading like there's like six articles about how hard it is to be a parent of someone under five with you know these shutdowns and having to quarantine and stuff like that and just like thank god dory and i can work from home and i mean jesus also like thank god you weren't on set yeah i would have had to not be i don't think so actually because the current cdc guidance says if you were a close contact and you're vaccinated, you don't have to quarantine. And you were in a close contact. You were a secondary contact. Right. But I was a secondary. Con- I was a first close contact with a close contact, which I just right, which is like a secondary contact. So might as well. Well, I'm just saying the guidance has changed and you would not have had to quarantine. The guidance is constantly changing just to so people don't call out of work sick. I mean, that's really all it that's is. That's not it, as far as I'm wrong. concerned. It's the same as it always was. Thank you for listening to me. So. Any, did you learn anything this week, Dory? Um, well, you know, I will say, like, Henry, despite him being, like, a lot of work. Yeah. He is, he is in, like, a very fun and funny 
phase right now. Mm-hmm. And like every day he's learning something new and it's something weird and like he is yes. like funny to be around right now. Yeah. And so that was that was just like fun to kind of see. Like he suddenly became obsessed with punctuation. Yeah. And like there every day there's just like something new and weird like that. And so that that is kind of fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean he's still playing sink or float quite a bit. Oh yes, love sink or float. But now he's doing very funny things where he'll like throw a Spider Man toy into the pool. And then it'll start to float back towards the edge and he'll just go, come on, come on, Spider-Man, come on. I think he also has an imaginary friend. Named whom? Mouse? Mouse. Oh, you think Mouse is an imaginary friend? Yeah. Interesting. Because he like, he like picks Mouse up, quote unquote, but you know, like it's not a real thing. He doesn't have like an actual mouse. Well, he's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, but. He's not picking up Mickey Mouse. Right. And like Mouse will come with him to do stuff. And mm-hmm. I think it's just because he sque- can make that squeaky high yeah. voice. And we go, is that a mouse? Mouse, mouse. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's good. But like, it's very, this whole, like, this whole, what we do next is very funny to me. What we do next. And then it's like, I have to like come up with some weird activity that is slightly productive to my life right <laughs> that i can do with him or have him help me do like i didn't mean to clean out my trunk today but hey but now your trunk like, is cleaned we out like well let's go he wanted more trash i was like i'm sure we could find something <laughs> in my trunk let's go he was very excited he's to like throw you up. stay at the you stay here or he says dina stay here and then he would run off and throw it out and, well, then and, run back. and he made me stay by the trash cans well he wanted point of contact at both yes exactly you know, it's just smart efficient yeah child um so yeah so that's what's happening with us um Mm -hmm. i do just want to remind everyone to email us your thoughts your questions your comments your concerns dory and matt at gmail or matt and dory gmail they both go to the same place um and you can call or text us at 413-461-BABY what's funny is like i did regarding all the golf i wasn't able to do Mm -hmm. i did i've been hitting golf balls into a net ad nauseum for like that is true you have been doing that the entire week yeah, and I feel like I'm I'm like I, I I feel like I have my best ball striking ability ever, but I've yet to be able to actually go to a golf course. Mm, <laughs> and mm-hmm, see if I can mm-hmm. see if it translates to not hitting off of a mat into a net. Eh, TBD. Find out next week. All right. Well, let's... unless some other close contact thing happens. Yeah. God, I hope not. Um. Well, let's take a break. Okay. Be right back. We'll be right back. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, 
not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, well, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. All right, we're back. Uh, and just, you know, excited to hear from you folks, the listeners <laughs> who care to contact us. Thank you. All righty. So what's what's first story? Oh, uh, well, first we have a, a voicemail. Okay, so let's hear it. Here we go. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Lee from New York City. Um, I had a question. I'm not sure if this has been answered before, but I just was recently matched. My husband and I are getting a donor egg after um, second infertility, and we're looking for some resources about how to talk to the kid about that. Hopefully, once. We have one. Didn't know folks any books to recommend or any resources they could share about how to talk to a child that is conceived via a donor egg. Thanks so much. Love the pod. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Um, thank you for for voicemailing us from fancy New York City. Uh, there are books about this very thing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I. I... I know people have recommended some to us. That's but how good we are at this. Yep. We definitely kept this, uh, you know, we got it, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'd love to hear suggestions from anyone else uh, who has thoughts on this. Whoops. I wrote boop. Uh, let's see. See what this is. Itsy bitsy gift of life. An egg donor story for boys. 
2011. Okay. It's very specific. That I is, mean, that's more specific than this podcast. That is quite specific. <laughs> Happy Together, an egg donation story. That's a, uh, believe that's a kid's book. Let me take a look inside. I'll let you know. Yep. Kid's book. Great. But there are other ones that definitely. Okay. Refresh our memory if you recommended something in the past and uh, stay tuned for next week. Yeah. Um, all right. Also, there's, um, this is also a good question, I think, to ask in the Facebook group. Yes. So that might be Very a true. good place to go. All right. This is from Kristen. Hi, doormat. One T, so it is a Forever 35 reference, but letting Boo. Matt have his own thing. Also, like, Forever 35 should be cat door because that's a thing. You know, little cat doors on doors. Like a doggy door. And then over here, it's a doormat because that's also, that's a thing. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you for weighing in. You're welcome. Um, you are slowly becoming a pediatric OT podcast and I'm here for it. Time timers, check. Early intervention, check. I loved hearing Sensory Seeker casually thrown around on the latest podcast. I'm in no way suggesting Henry has a sensory processing issue, but if you were looking for some resources, I thought I would share. Sensational Kids by Lucy Jane Miller is written by an OT and a book we recommend frequently to understand the sensory system. The Out of Sync Child Has Fun by Carol Stock Kranowitz is the accompaniment to The Out of Sync Child, which again explains sensory processing, but this one has a ton of activities that are easily done at home to meet the needs of the child. The website Mama OT also has great activities and explanations of different sensory concepts. Hope this is helpful. Love your friendly neighborhood pediatric occupational therapist. Uh, thank you for writing in to us. What is the de- what is the sensory seeker? What is the, what is the broad general definition of that? It, it, someone who it takes a lot for their sensory bucket to be filled. Mm. So like someone who needs to be like pushing heavy stuff around or jumping from high heights or, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, so far I, Henry doesn't seem to push heavy stuff around. Yes, he does. I was thinking like about, remember when he was like a year old and he would push his stroller? Yeah. That to me was like that's like a thing. I think he just was like didn't want to be in it. <laughs> I don't think so. I think right. he really wanted to push. Okay. Um and also I think there's there's an aspect of being a sensory seeker where like they don't know their own strength kind of. Hmm. Um and so sometimes they like Play rougher than they should because they don't have like a good sense of what is appropriate and like how strong they actually are. Mm, maybe, maybe that's Henry. He's pretty strong. He's pretty strong. He did like you know take out that girl at the party. I know. And then she hit him with a baby doll, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> yeah, she really smacked him, and then he was like, "Oh, <laughs> it's funny." And then she went for the bite. I was like, wow, she's vicious. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, so so we'll see what happens with that. 
Um, all right. We also had a text about this. Just listening to the episode with Henry's sensory seeking behaviors, the occupational and physical therapist at my school have students pushing a small shopping cart filled with copy paper, which makes it quite heavy. They also have been seen having students pull other students around the building in wagons. <laughs> that's, that seems, uh, I mean, that's oh, interesting. That's pretty funny. Um, I mean, uh, you know, Henry did take his trash truck the other day and fill it with rocks. It was so heavy, he said. And he kept picking it up and dumping it out. I mean, I don't know. Who's to say? But he also loves cold water and hot water at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Again, I don't know. I don't know. Um... Maybe we should get him a, a shopping cart and fill it with copy paper and see what he does. I mean, we could just fill his wagon up with himself and, you know, just have him push his wagon around. With himself in it? Well, How's that gonna work? something equivalent. I see. Bo. We'll put Bo, Bo in it. <laughs> uh, he did want to ride in his wagon the other day. He wanted Bo to ride in the wagon? No, no, no. He wanted to ride in his wagon. Oh, Henry day. wanted, Henry to, ride. wanted yes. to ride in his wagon. Yeah. Oh, Henry and Bo in a wagon would be fun. Henry and Bo in a wagon. That would be something. <laughs> um, right. Okay. Let's move on. Matt, do you want to read this next one from Julia Schulenberg? Sure. Would it be possible to put an Apple tag on the time timers and when they get lost, use your phone to find them? Uh, I mean, I guess anything's possible, but I'll tell you what, my... Um, keys have been missing for a week and they have a tag on them uh but i can't like whenever i log in to find my the keys aren't listed really yeah so oh that's so annoying i'm annoyed by that on a personal level yeah i don't blame you thank you uh or some sort of smart tag that can chirp to like well the apple tag does chirp so and again, I don't know. I, I, I have a suspicion of where they might be. I feel like they might be in one of my golf bags, but mm. not sure. Anyway, thank you, Julia. That is 840 square feet in Austin, Texas. One cat, now a diabetic cat. One husband, and a total hot dog consumption this year so far of zero. Well, get them in now, guys. It's January 20-something. <laughs> um. Okay. This next email is from Suzanne. Hi, Matt and Dor. I have a two-year-old who is turning three in April. Our bedtime routine with her and her eight-month-old sister involves reading books followed by singing lullabies. Recently, she's decided that the two can be combined and asks for my husband and I to sing songs based on the bedtime books that we've read. This started with the corduroy song. She asks for it almost nightly, and the narrative ditty that I came up with on the spot needs some help if I have to keep singing it. I figured that if anyone could write a song about corduroy, it would be you two. Or if you know how to get my daughter off of this nightly improv singing demand, that would be greatly appreciated. Thank you, Suzanne. I'm living in the San Francisco Bay Area in 1,282 square feet tight with a two-and-a-half-year-old, an eight-month-old, and a husband. No hot dogs this year. Uh, you know, Henry's been very much he, – he, he loves changing lyrics to songs he knows. He does, yes. Um, what was he – he was singing a song uh, – 
Well, he's singing he was, one, two, buckle my shoe. Sure. And instead of seven, eight, lay them straight, he said, seven, eight, close the gate. Yep. And then he uh, was singing um, Down by the Bay. Oh, yeah. But it was all related to sink or float today. Oh. <laughs> um. So, I mean, maybe he's the next Weird Al. Who knows? Corduroy. I mean, it depends on what, what what's the tune. You know, you're singing corduroy too. Great question. I mean, give me a tune, maybe. Maybe I'll come <laughs> up with something. Um Dory made Henry made Dory sing the alphabet to him. Cause at the back of the Chicka Chicka Boom Boom book, the big one, there's the alphabet, capital and lowercase. Which he loves to point out which letters spell Henry. <laughs> He always goes H E Y N R. And I, I think it's because of where they're located. Yeah, hard to say. Because everything's on H E Y is on the right page and N and R is on the left page. Right, right, right. Anyway, uh, so give me a tune and, and I'll see what I can come up with for Corduroy. Thank you, Suzanne. We can also ask Henry if he has any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the, the one I'm thinking of is corduroy or corduroy uh which would be to the tune of lydia the tattooed lady from you know the 20s i don't know that song uh it's a it's an old marx brothers song oh Crouch, i used to sing it okay lydia the tattooed lady <laughs> corduroy the something all right maybe 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 it doesn't work okay whatever all right um well we are going to take another... Corduroy, oh, Corduroy, oh, have you seen Corduroy? Corduroy, the stuffed bear? I mean, I need some work with the iambic pentameter of that, but it might work, so... We'll keep you posted if we Thanks, think of everybody. <laughs> Be right back. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Are we ready, Dory? We are ready. Let's jump back in. Okay. Um, All right. Chloe wrote in to say, Henry's into numbers. I highly recommend Number Blocks on YouTube. It teaches incredible number sense to young kids. And that is youtube.com slash C slash Number Blocks. I'm looking at it right now. This is new? Where am I? Who am I? Oh. The number one? Oh, yeah. You know, it might hold its attention. He does love numbers. He really, 
He really, really loves like he, he really enjoys a number. Like whenever I have like a watch on that has like more than your normal numbers, he gets very into that. <laughs> he asks where number ten is if it's not on the watch. Um Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's funny. Oh, and also like on the on the golf sim I have that I hit the balls, he likes to watch the numbers go up. Oh, he does. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Um All right, thank you for that suggestion. And we have another suggestion for Henry. Uh, someone wrote in to say, have you read Henry the Book with No Pictures by B.J. Novak? I bet he would love that per your orderly conversation on this week's episode. Um, we have not read him the book with no pictures by B.J. Novak. That is true. We have not. Would we? Sure. But then he'd be like, well, I guess we'd show it to him and then he'd put it in his bookshelf. And then eventually he would pull it out. Yeah. And decide that that was the one he wanted to read. I mean, he's gotten into I'm a Bunny about two years after we bought it. Yeah. <laughs> these things take time to simmer. I mean, the problem, <laughs> not the problem, not problem. I mean, it's just like he goes through these book phases, like where the books are at heavy rotation and then they disappear for a while. Yeah. And then they go back into heavy rotation. Yeah. Okay. That's what happens. Um. All right. Kim wrote in to say... I'm a little late with this reply to the episode in which you discuss Santa and how to introduce him or not to your winter holiday season. My parents, me and my brother, and now my son were all told that there is a Santa, but Santa only filled our stockings and provided one unwrapped and already set up gift that we woke up to in the morning. Usually it was the one big toy that we really wanted. For example, one year it was the Star Wars TIE Fighter. Nice. All our other gifts were wrapped and given by my parents. For example, the figure of Luke Skywalker that went with the TIE Fighter. Mm. Our stockings always had yearly staples, comic books too, a really big orange from Florida, our favorite chocolate bar, socks, underwear, and little toys like Hot Wheels or stickers, a yo-yo, for example. We were never told there wasn't a Santa. And to this day, as adults, the stockings and whatever is near the stocking and wrapped is from Santa. <laughs> we were left to ourselves to decide if we still believed in Santa and his magic or not. We also had a Christmas routine so that it lasted for a while and wasn't over in half an hour. Oh, that's the night, nice. The night before, we would open one gift pre-delivered from Santa that was always PJs. Wow. We would wake up to stockings and one Santa gifts, one Santa gift, and we would all open our stockings together. Couldn't start till everyone was up. Then we would have to get dressed at breakfast together with OJ and champagne. Then clean up breakfast and do the dishes and then sit down to give and receive gifts one at a time to open. This usually took us to 11 a.m., at which time we would play with our toys, read our comic books, play a game, or go sledding slash ice skating while my mom and grandmother started on Christmas dinner. It was truly a magical day of family and fun. There are so many ways to enjoy the winter holiday season. This was just our way in the snow months of Ontario, Canada. Um, I like the stretch, you know. I like stretching it out over an entire morning. Yeah. This sounds like a really lovely tradition you guys had. Uh, sounds like she still does it for the most part. Yeah. Um, we don't really have anything right now, tradition-wise. We're winging it. I mean, he's only had two Christmases, so. Well, technically, he's had three Christmases. Zero to one, one mm -hmm. to two, two to now. Yeah, you're right. Three Christmases and not a single tradition. Okay. Right? I mean. I don't know. It's uh, your holiday. Wow. Rude. It's everybody's holiday. Okay. We can all be a part of Christmas. 
That's what makes Christmas so special. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Dory, okay. for accepting Christmas into your life. You're welcome. Um, Alessandra wrote in to publicly praise Nassim of Saffron and Spice. Nice. Nassim is the Disney travel agent that we used and that Alessandra also used. Thanks to this podcast, I found Nassim and had the best Disney World marathon experience ever. It was my very first marathon and my very first time visiting the park, so I was a total newbie. We stayed at Coronado Springs, which was the perfect relaxing resort. She helped book the most amazing post-race dining and rides in advance, including Space 220. Nice, that's at Epcot. So freaking cool, and the new Ratatouille ride. Also at Epcot. Not to mention she was incredibly responsive. She is incredibly responsive. I just want to thank her and encourage others to use her amazing and free service. Exclamation point, exclamation point. All the best, Alessandra in 500 square feet in Beacon Hill. Two oh, nice. adults, one cat, zero hot dogs. <laughs> she wrote <laughs> hot dogs in 2022. That is, uh, that is exactly how you say it, hot dogs. That's the only way I've ever said it, so... Alessandra, thank you. I feel seen. <laughs> uh, and and this, I, you know, I was saying this to somebody else the other day at the birthday party. I was talking about oh, yeah, said, yeah. asked about Disney, and I said, "Yeah, we went, but at the busiest time of year, and it never felt too busy because uh, we had used Nassim, and everything was sort of scheduled, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. was the only way to really do it. Otherwise, I mean, I don't want to find myself like." I mean, just wandering is like wandering. I mean, Disneyland, I can wander because I've been a gajillion times and it's, you know, two parks. But the idea of wandering in Florida at Disney World is like, no, no, thank you. It's like the lines are absurd. I mean, could you imagine if we were in that figment popcorn bucket line for seven hours? Oh, God. Yeah, no, hard pass. Which I feel like you can go get now. Like, they still have them. And, you know, you wouldn't wait at all. Yeah, totally. All right. Thank you for listening. Um, If you also want to book with Nassim, her Instagram is... Nope, that's not it. Is not it. Damn it. Hold on. I always forget exactly how it is saffron i know it's saffron and magic s- magic saffron i made that up it's saffron and spice but i uh forget exactly oh yes no you're right magic and saffron boom matt nailed it instagram her instagram is magic and saffron no dashes or anything and uh you can contact her through there great I love it. So I would highly recommend it. I don't think I'll ever go to Disney World again without using her. That is quite a statement because I feel like Matt is very particular. Yeah, but like she'll listen and, yeah. and go by what you want to do. Yeah, she really does go above and beyond. She'll have your, you know, best interests mm-hmm. uh, at, at hand. Yep. 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 Heart. Heart. There you go. Hand. Hand and heart. Hand over heart. Have them at hand. Yep. And do what you can with your heart. Thank you, everybody. Um, all right. Well, you know what? This brings us to the end of the show. It's a short one, but we don't have a ton of emails. so That's on everybody. That's where we are. I'll say that again. 
like I did last week, but seemingly didn't help. Look, maybe, maybe you know, this has run its course. People don't want to message us anymore. Wow. I mean, if you think about it, the fact that they're having to sit through two ad breaks in such a short time frame because they didn't send more emails. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk to the people this hasn't run its course for. That's our Patreon people. The people that support us on Patreon and get extra podcasts every single month. That's two extra podcasts on top of your... And, and you know what? Guess what? We run amok over there and do plenty of long form bullshits so that's uh, up your alley which usually is up mine then i'd say head on over to patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure and support us if you're at the five dollar level or above you get your name read on the podcast each month let's get the back catalog of four years of two podcasts a month so do the math i can't maybe henry can count it thanks to the following folks christopher Fanegi, lane and kate sapala laura laura bennett laura dodge laura madge laura vals lauren schultz LFB. Liesel. Lindsay Gish. Linnea Wynn. Lisa Travis. Liz. Lynn Nugent. Madeline McCarthy. Maria. You skipped male. What did I do? There isn't even a Maria. No, there's not. My brain just broke. <laughs> anyway, male. Mara Fass. Marina Breed. Martin Hedegaard Peterson. Mary Messick. Mary Myra. Hi, Mom. Mary Jo George. Maude Tremblay. Mackenzie Erickson. Megana Prasad. Melanie Brownback. Melinda Phelps. Melissa. Meryl H. Michael Roth. Mike, Michelle Salm. Uh, Michelle Kitzmiller. Mike Zytek. Mike Kim and Leo. Molly. Mariah Adamick. Nancy Powell. Uh, Nassim Kansari. Magic and Saffron. Hey, Nassim. Nicola Hill. Nicola Skidmore. Nicola Skidmore. Nicole Mustafa. Uh, Nikki Bossert. Oshrat Kaplan. Paul Sharp. Paula. And Penny from Massachusetts. Hi, Thanks, Penny. everyone. Uh, thank you all so very much. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Don't forget, call us. 416-413. 413-461-BABY. That's the number. 413-461-BABY. Email us, Dory and Matt at Gmail, or Matt and Dory at Gmail. And, uh, you know, ask us anything. Whatever you want. Go ahead. Hit it up. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye, Bye. everyone.